Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I was thinking today, what makes a good life? Because what I think makes a good life today is very different than what I thought made a good life in my 20s and 30s. Remember those uh, laminated posters in middle school? Of course you don't. Nothing is laminated anymore. Well, back in the day, if you're old like me, everything was laminated in school. Um, And there were these posters in the cafeteria about the food group so there were four food groups and if you divided your meals into these food groups then you were going to be strong and healthy it was kind of a guide right um little did we know there were actually advertisements from the meat and dairy industry but back in the day i remember they were everywhere and everyone just pounded this information that uh your your meals have to be a part of these um four food groups Anyway, that's what I think about when I think about a good life, the four food groups of a good life. So here's my definition of a good life, and I'm going to break it down using that old um, false poster. Okay, number one is – and they're not in – they don't have to be in this order. They just have to all be there. So uh, in one category, it would be meaning. Uh, Viktor Frankl has proven – that hanging on life uh, on meaning is is everything. And so uh, for me personally, I lived uh, half my life without meaning. My 20s and half of my 30s were definitely not meaningful. Um, I just was trying to be quote-unquote successful and chasing that, and I didn't care about anything else. Uh, and then, of course, after becoming going back to grad school, becoming a therapist, um, meaning was injected in my life. And so, um, yes, a good life definitely requires meaning. And meaning is also, I think, the door into things that are greater than you. You know, um, if you're doing work that is meaningful, usually it's not just about you. The, the, it has meaning because it impacts other people. It's, it's greater than you. You know, you're. Um, some kind of catalyst or a conduit. <clears throat> so meaning is definitely a huge piece of um, having a good life, building a good life. The next category would be the quality of uh, relationships and not only your intimate relationship or w- whatever kind of relationships you have, whether you are uh, monogamous or poly or you know if you have open relationships, but like not only that, space but also friendships and family so all your relationships in my 20s i didn't care about relationships at all i thought um i just need one person the person i choose to love and uh everything else can just go by the wayside i don't have time for friendships i don't have time for um you know hanging out with cousins or anything like that I, i i just I just wanted my one partner, and that's all I cared about. Um, and, and here's the thing. Uh, if, if you have no friends or, or make no attempt or effort at making friends and you get into a relationship, it, it's, it's going to be lopsided in, in the sense that um, 
you're not coming in with a a whole life you know um you're you're coming in putting a lot of weight on the relationship and uh your partner so having friends outside the relationship having healthy meaningful relationships authentic relationships um it's it's helpful in your relationship with your partner as well of course i didn't know that and um i didn't have many friends back in the day when i was married uh they were mostly her friends or um you know i might have had some friends that i I worked with but other than that i didn't spend much time i thought friends and travel was a waste i know that's 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 nutty but uh and of course uh today uh i think the complete opposite i think travel and friends i mean that's i think that's so important you know i think that's prescribed um when it comes to having a good life the next category would be and this is a, a little abstract um curiosity wonder playfulness uh you know playing in the sandbox so i've never had a problem here i've always been into something and it doesn't you know it doesn't or maybe it shouldn't um be work related i guess it can but then what happens is if your i don't want to use the word hobby because it just kind of minimizes it um because i don't think it's i think it's more than a hobby but um your your if your work is also your uh playing in the sandbox and uh, the thing that lights you up and uh fulfills your wonder and curiosity and your passion um number one you're very lucky <laughs> because most for most people that is not their work but if but if work and your playfulness space and the thing that you get really into on the side, if that is also your work, then there's a chance that uh, you could just become a workaholic. There's a chance that that, uh, that that life pie is so big, it's like, you know, most of your life. Because let's face it, I, I mean, the, the big chunks of our life is usually um, our relationship that we're in or who we choose to love and then our work, right? And we have to remind ourselves, we have to put effort into um, spending more time in other areas of our lives, life, so it's uh, it's a little more balanced. I don't like the word balanced, but it's more uh, more whole. It's not just you know one or two things, but uh, like like in this case with the poster, it's you know it's four things: four pistons pumping, four plates spinning. So this category three is um, that thing that you're doing that really lights you up. It could be climbing rocks. It could be dirt bikes it could be um you know riding your motorcycle it could be fitness uh it could be cooking it could be you know whatever but the thing that really makes you feel alive um that you can't wait to do the next day uh the thing that sparks uh curiosity wonder playfulness you know the 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 playfulness um and i think growing up i thought um that's when you do when you get successful you know that's when you that's when you go play right and it's so not true i i actually think in order to be successful you have to have uh some playfulness spaces in your life because that changes your state it sets you up for success if you're just grinding and working really hard without this um this piece in your life it's life can be very two-dimensional and you're just you you could just kind of be on a hamster wheel 
which is which is kind of how I felt in most of my 20s. When I got married, I thought um, that's what a good husband looked like was to just go out and, and be successful, you know, go out and build your whatever you're building. So I didn't give my time. I didn't give myself any time to explore other things, um, to get curious and, and to be very pure, uh, playful. I was going to say pure, but no, playful. Um, and and just go like wild with that. Because I also think that it's in that space, there's a, a huge connection to self. I think that uh, our, our playful spirit uh, is dimmed as we grow up, you know. And when you get to a place where uh, you believe that's important and you start carving that out for yourself, I think there's a, a connection to you there. Which leads me to the final category, and that is your relationship with yourself. And I think uh, this is crucial. I also think that this ripples into all the others. Um, and, it, and it doesn't mean, you know, you're seeing a therapist and going to retreats and reading self-help books and, you know, wh- whatever you think working on yourself looks like. Um, I mean, whatever you think working on yourself looks like, it, it can be that. It doesn't have to be what others think working on, on yourself looks like, or it doesn't have to be the commercialized um, version of that. So the inner journey, being self-aware, being curious about self, um, what you're going through, how you feel, the response from the universe, uh, or God, or whoever your higher power is, um, all of that, you know, all the things that you think about in the the quiet moments, and also self-care, and self-love, and self-compassion, and um, the ability to give yourself all of the above, and uh, liking yourself, you know, which is a journey, right, it's not, you start with the choice, but that's a, for many, it's a life learned long journey. All of that stuff, um, the conversations we have in therapy rooms, the revelations we have of ourselves, the, our growth, our ability to draw boundaries and want different, um, all of that is crucial, I think, in, in having a good life. I think if we don't have or work on our relationship with ourselves, we could... Um, you know, let's say let's say all the other boxes are checked. Let's say um, you have that space for uh, playfulness and curiosity, and and you're, you're out doing things that you're passionate about. Let's say that in your work it's very meaningful to you. Um, let's say you have a, a lot of amazing, authentic friends, and you've got a great partner. But let's say your relationship with yourself is really poor, or you know you beat yourself up. You don't like yourself. Um, your life probably isn't going to be good. So I think this is the one that is crucial. I think this is the one that uh, needs to be happening. And then the other ones, it, it could kind of fluctuate. So, you know, the, the three pistons pumping can still move the car. Um, I don't know if that's true <laughs> as far as uh, technically, but... Um, in this case, you could have a couple pistons dead and and still have you know a decent and a good life moving forward, right? And one of the pistons that always has to be pumping, I think, is your relationship with yourself, meaning that you are always working on that, always thinking about it, always improving, um, going on that journey 
both interior, inside and out. So as you're listening to this, think about your life and the, uh, the areas of your life and, and ask yourself if uh, you're doing work that's meaningful. And if you're not, it doesn't mean to like quit tomorrow. You know, um, We have bills to pay. We have kids to feed. It just means uh, to start asking yourself some questions. Uh, start having conversations with yourself on what can you do uh, to find work or do work that's meaningful to you. And it may be different than what it was before. Uh, so it's, it's good to kind of check in with yourself. Do you have uh, authentic, uh, meaningful relationships? You know, friendships uh, with family. I know with family it can be difficult because that is uh, it's a very um, – family relationships are, are tough to improve because they're just so ingrained, you know, into our stories and childhood and all that. Um. But what are your relationships like? I know for me, I, I you know that's an area that I need to improve on. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm an introvert or I don't know what it is, but I don't have as many friends as I used to. And I I need to carve out more time. I mean, it's like the day goes by and I'm like, fuck, like, who's got time to hang out with friends? Um, and of course, with the pandemic and just like, it's hard to just go get a cup of coffee with someone, right? Uh, and, and I also think it's important to make new friends. You know, it's not just about hanging out with um, the people you grew up with. And, and, and sure, they could be your forever friends, right? Your uh, I call them your, your porch swing friends because I feel like uh, these are people you grow old with and sit on a, a porch one day and you're looking back and telling stories. Yes, they can be those friends forever, but it's also important to create new friends, you know, hear new stories and um, and as we change, our connection to people changes. So I'm not saying to get rid of your old friends. I'm just saying be open to, to having new ones. And, and that's something I also need to work on, something I struggle with. Um, and I think, I don't know, because I'm an introvert. I just, I don't know. I don't put a lot of effort into that, and I know I should. And then the other category of um, playfulness in your life and uh, things that uh, um, you, you do that are, you know, that could be hobbies or it could be your work, but things that uh, really fire you up, um, get you to be like obsessive and, you know, pulls on the mad scientist in you. And you, it just makes you very creative and you hit flow states, like all of that. Um, and it doesn't have to be something that uh, that was like that for you before, you know? I mean, like if you grew up, say, playing drums and that was your thing, it doesn't mean to go back to that, although it can. Um you might be into something different now, and that's totally okay, right? So whatever that is, the wonder, the curiosity of things in this world that make you feel alive, um, that should definitely be a part of your life. If it's not, ask yourself what that could be. And if you don't know, then it's about exploring. It's about exploring that. That's the homework or that's the work. And then finally, what is your relationship with yourself like? And it's not just good or bad, like what, what is it like and try not to judge it and what are some things that you want to improve about your relationship with yourself? Like imagine – because if I was to say what's your relationship with you know, this person in your life like, you, you would have a, a pretty accurate um, feeling, description, answer. 
But when when I say what's your relationship with yourself like, that's that's hard, isn't it? It's not hard to answer. It's kind of vague. It's like I don't know. Some days are good. Some days are bad. Um, so it's the practice of of asking ourselves that and checking in with ourselves and giving ourselves what we need. It really is like uh, applying how you relationship with other people that you love to yourself, uh, and and it's something that most of us don't give ourselves um the kind of energy and time it takes that we would give to someone else to build that relationship but when it comes to our own relationship uh we we don't do that we're we're not taught how to do that Uh, it's something that is extra uh for many people it's hokey uh no one's got time or whatever right and so ask yourself what that would look like for you for some people they find um fitness and something uh, or, or an activity, um, and they kind of enter that door, and they go on a journey, uh, building a relationship with themselves um, through through there, and that's okay. Um, but I think it's more than that. I think it's more than just um, movement and activities. I think your relationship with yourself. Um, there are so many layers, you know, value, character. Uh, do you like yourself? What do you like about yourself? If you don't like yourself, why? What do you judge about yourself? How do you talk to yourself and why? If you work on these uh, four food groups of life um, and they're pretty solid, I I think it's really hard to not have a good life. I think if you are um, pumping these four pistons, um, and of course no no one's going to have a perfect, uh, you know, a perfect scoring in each category it's not about that um but just overall uh, as as long as you're building a life uh with these four areas in consideration um and your intentions are there and your and there's uh um and you're lining it with action lining your intentions with action um you could have a good life you know and i think well at least for me and uh, today as a 49-year-old, this is my definition. It could change because, of course, all our definitions change as we change. But uh, as of now, um, I think this is uh, my definition of a good life. Thank you for listening. Oh, before I go real quick, I wanted to invite you to uh, me and Vanessa's book club. I don't know um, if if uh, we've already started it, but it's ongoing. And uh, we are doing it every Tuesday at one o'clock and all you have to do is pre-order a book um go to my instagram at the angry therapist or should be on my website if it's not then just uh, go to my instagram and uh, pre-order a book that's your ticket in and it's live on zoom and we're all going to uh, talk about relationships and make an effort to relationship better thank you for listening to well Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo, Lumia Coach Training. And it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach 
and explore Lumia coach training. I'll see you in class.